The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. To fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Happy Tuesday, everybody. You are watching Splash Pages, the comic book club powered by the Dorkening Podcast Network. And I am Leo, the monkey behind the keyboard. And as always, Velvet Joker, how's it going, my friend? It's going great. Get my comic on this week. Whoa. Oh, yeah. You wrote a ton of stuff. To, it's gonna yeah, be yeah. Awesome. Mixing it up. Mixing it up. Cool beans. Mr. Drew, how's it going, my friend? Uh, I'm fine. How, how are you? <laughs> Doing fine. Doing fine. Doing fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm good. Uh, And spectacular spider host Chris, how's it going? Excellent. (laughs) I'm evil as always. Awesome. He really is. Well, we're going to be talking about Forever Evil. Uh, Before we jump into that, how's everybody doing? You reading anything else uh, awesome this week? Many things. Many things. I know we're here to discuss Forever Evil, the main storyline. But I read uh, all the spinoffs. Well, that's not true. I, I only read the first episode, uh, first one and a half of Blight, but all the other ones I read. Ah, uh, can't wait to Nerd. hear. About <laughs> read the um, next newest issue of the What If um, Spider-Man became? Well, sorry, Peter Parker became Venom, and the newest issue of Carnage: Black, White, and Blood, which I think is the final issue as well. Um, cool little anthology book of horror stories involving carnage. Nice. Um, what about you, Drew? I'm still just, um, just living life, uh, yeah. going in the fast lane, um, quarter mile at a time. Um, no, I uh, no, I'm just just catching up to things. I've been after we read Batman White Knight. I've been reading more of that. I did read all of it. Like someone in this chat, uh, you know, I'll get there. But uh, yeah, there was something I read that I wanted to bring up. Oh, right, the thing. There was something else I brought up. I finally watched all of Loki. So, ah, <gasps> oh, sweet. You, you gonna yes. you gonna come on uh, the Dorkening tomorrow to talk about it? We'll see. Okay, we'll see. Well, but um, yeah. But uh, what was it? Um, oh, oh, I did read uh, the latest issue of X Corp. Um, you know, Screen Rant things. It was nice to see my boy. 
uh, Jamie Madrox. It's just sad to see he still fails as a dad. So, yeah. Okay. Right. Moving on. So, Drew, uh, how did you like um, Dater Loki um, biting great. off um, Loki's hand <laughs> in a very captain okay. scenario? Okay. Let me just, I'll give you my short synopsis. And this is, and all of you know me well enough by now to know that when I say short, that's impossible. I liked the show. To me, it started off slow. It picked up. Um, I loved all the variants. Uh, Kid Loki, older Loki, everybody else looked great. I wish certain Lokis got more time, so less, whatever. Still great. Um, I loved Gator Loki. I was just a little disappointed because I was operating under the impression we would have seen Throg, and I didn't see him. I don't know if he was there. I didn't see him. We did. We did did. because Chris Helmsworth announced that he was the voice of Throg. So, okay. so, so when, when they were going through the earth, they were doing this slow earth shot. He was in a uh, container a very similar to what Thor was in in the Avengers movie when they dropped him out of the building. Okay. And he was there hammering little Throg. Yeah, you got to rewatch. Yeah, he, he, uh, did, he didn't have the hammer. Uh, the hammer was like just out of reach. It was like just outside the jar. Okay. okay. And, yeah. Well, all right. So I missed that. But overall, I liked it. Um, I just... I'm really looking forward to different versions of, of, of Kang. I didn't, wasn't really too fond of, of this initial version um, simply because I, I agree with some of my other friends that I feel like Marvel is leaning a little too hard on comedy for their villains. And they really shouldn't because yeah, Thanos, yeah, he has his, his one or two moments, but for the most part, <laughs> he's a serious villain. And the same thing like with Killmonger, serious villain. Um <laughs> I don't. It, I just, for me, I just feel like I'd rather. I don't mind a joke once or two, but I didn't really like that. And I'm looking forward to the different version, which is Kang the Conqueror and Ant Man three a little more, simply because I, I want to see, you know, Kang the the, the time is. despot. You know, I mean, I I don't think Killmonger is much of a like a serious villain. I mean, he's a, he was like a threat to Black Panther for like five, all of five minutes, but. He he gets killed again, and it's like who cares? Oh, he comes back and what if? Though I mean, know that from the trailer, but you know, unlike Loki, Thanos, the Abomination, who's a back of oh, the yeah. Red Skull, who is technically, mm-hmm. I guess, alive over on, you know, that weird planet with the mountaintop, living with the Black Widow. Right. Um, unless, of course, we're gonna get like a huge reveal because that actor needs some work, and they're gonna hey be like, hey, guess what? You are you were great as the Red Skull. How would you like to come back for Captain America four and be the Red Skull uh, again, replacing Hugo Weaving? And that actor's like absolutely. And we get like a big like reveal that Black Widow is you know wearing the cloak and being all mysterious, living on the mountain. Huh. Um, so right. I mean, a, a serious villains like somebody I think would come back. Uh, I mean, Obadiah Stane you could say is a serious villain because he's the first MCU yeah. villain. No, oh, yeah, they've announced that it is Thunderbolt. There you go. I didn't yeah. know that, so that's cool. Um, yeah, no. they've been setting that up. We've been setting it up, but Kevin Feige has not come out. Neither is Marvel saying we're doing Thunderbolts. We're doing the Dark Avengers. Well, it's just like the pieces of the of the puzzle everyone's putting together because maybe we could be getting it. But... So I don't. I again, I liked Loki. Um, I I was really impressed that um, Owen Wilson was driving a car and we didn't get a kachow. Uh, you know, because uh, he was, def- I'm sorry, he was definitely driving a, a, a riff version of the Pizza Planet truck. And you, can, yeah. you can't tell me anything <laughs> else. Um, I win that COVID lottery. I'm opening up Loki's Pizza. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Loki is public, Loki is public domain. You can do what you want. <laughs> yeah. 
Drew, it reminded me of the tooth cart from Django. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It had that feel. And like to me, again, like I said, the later half won me over. Because at the beginning, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And I made the the joke to Ange because I knew like New York Comic Con, which I'm unfortunately not going to this year. I like there's gonna be a ton of of, of Loki variants. And I just said to Ange, and she kind of said, "This is kind of stupid." I was like, "I feel bad for all the salads they're gonna get horribly mangled with, by Loki cosplayers." <laughs> just I was just like, "So," and she's like, "No one's gonna do that." I'm like, "One person might." Oh, you you wait. There will be people who are doing that, and someone's gonna get punched in the face by right. the because the, they're gonna do it to the wrong person. Uh, it's true. Did you uh, catch what kid Loki was drinking? He was drinking. Oh, I caught that. That was an ecto cooler. Yes, it was. The second I was like, that kid. That kid killed Thor and he's drinking my drink. That kid fucks. <laughs> um, but like I said, the whole fight scene, President Loki and everybody, that was perfect. Yeah. Just, oh. you betrayed me. Classic you all betrayed Loki me. At the end, classic Loki at the end doing the whole thing of Asgard. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that actor, I forget his name. Uh, my friend was talking about him. Um, he's such a great actor. I mean, he did such a good job as old Loki. Uh, just like I said, that's the kind of thing I want to see. And, you know, and again, I was just like, yeah, let the multiverses happen. Like, that's how we got some of the best comics. 2099, Ultimate Marvel, um, uh, uh, um, MC2. All those are would be branched realities. So let them come. Please. Nice. Let's jump into Forever Evil. Uh, yes, please. Before we do, uh, I need to channel my inner Sophia. And also, uh, really quick, uh, I am reading, I think it's The Detective, a new Batman miniseries. Nice. Uh, and uh, this issue had something that was very touching. Uh, it, I think it's issue five. Uh, but, um, you know, obviously Alfred's dead uh, and Batman's over in Europe. And he calls for a mobile bat cave. And it shows up, the woman driving it says, uh, I haven't heard from the old guy in a couple months. He's been having me, uh, you know, and he mentions that uh, Alfred's dead. Inside is uh, a little toy dinosaur holding a penny and a note from Alfred, a little touch from home. Uh, yeah. Uh, just Always the good ones. Totally. So... Uh, okay, Sophia, let's go. Yeah, channeling right, my inner picture. Forever evil. <laughs> uh, picture <laughs> Sicily, yeah. 2013. Gas cost 353 <laughs> a gallon. Barack Obama was president, and the Ravens beat the Niners in the Super Bowl. We paid $8.13 to go see a movie in 2013, and the top-grossing yep. movies uh, were Iron Man 3, Hunger Games, <laughs> Catching Fire, Despicable Me 2, and Frozen. Uh, Thor, the Dark Thor, and Wolverine came out that year as well, but they were further down on the list, much further. Thor, the Dark World, not Thor, Yeah, Thor, the Dark Thor. That's what we call the it. The Dark right? World. Wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, on the boob tube, uh, the most watched shows in 2013 were Big Bang Theory, NCIS, Sunday Night Football, and The Walking Dead when it was actually good. And if you're a kid in 1980, uh, 2013, <laughs> uh, Saturday morning cartoons were not a thing. Uh, we're sorry that you missed out, but you did get to watch Phineas and Ferb, Teen Titans Go, and Paw Patrol. And to wrap things up, the top-selling comics of 2013 were... Number one was Walking Dead, number 115. 
Justice League of America number one, Superman Unchained number one, Guardians of the Galaxy number one, and Superior mm-hmm. Spider-Man number one. Top five yeah. selling comics. Number one. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of number ones. Totally. Uh, number one sell. Drew, what do you got for us? Okay, right. So, synopsis time, kids. So, and I quote, the Justice League is dead, and the villain shall inherit the earth. In a flash of light, the world's most powerful heroes vanish as the crime syndicate arrives from Earth-3. As this evil version of the Justice League takes over the DC universe, no one stands in the way of them in complete domination. No one except for Lex Luthor. His main ally in this seemingly impossible battle, Batman, because it would be Batman. With the two smartest men on the planet leading them, an unlikely crew of saviors, including Black Manta, Captain Cold, Bizarro, Catwoman and Black Adam must not only free the DCU heroes and banish the deadly crime syndicate before they leave this universe in shambles like their own. By the New York Times bestselling uh, creators, Jeff Johns and David Finch, Forever Evil is the first universe-wide crossover of the new 52. Oh, that's it. We're good. (laughs) You know, this was... What were you saying, Chris? Um, This was, uh, at times, I thought, the story leading up to this, by the way, is so cool. It's the three Justice Leagues coming together for the first time. The Justice League of America created by the assault on, you know, Earth by Dark Side. So Mm -hmm. basically the Snyderverse Justice League. Then we have the Justice League of America government organization led by Rick Flagg. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Justice League Dark led by John Constantine. And uh, it, you know, the uh, the end result of the uh, that of that storyline is, um, you know, we get like also Phantom Stranger, and we get that stupid woman character, uh, Pandora, or whatever her name was. What was her name? Pandora. Pandora, who, by the way, Doctor Manhattan like murders as soon as he shows up in the DC universe. Thank God, because that was like, okay, we're cleaning all the crap from the New Fifty Two away. Pandora, you're dead. You're dumb. You did. You we 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 dragged you through the mud for an entire plot line leading to Forever Evil and did nothing with you afterwards. Right. That was the Trinity War story, right? Right. Yes. That yeah. is the prelude to Forever Evil. Why mm-hmm. the uh, crime syndicate shows up in this storyline, and that is. Then this storyline happens, and I was like, I was happy at certain parts of the storyline, and certain parts of the storyline are so dumb. The biggest, dumbest thing, Dick Grayson's identity getting revealed. Yeah, that was a little much. But I think, again, like, just being that I was reading a lot of the New 52 at that time, and then this happened, and of course, being a DC fan, you know, you know who the crime syndicate is, the the evil Justice League, you know. You you know, if you've ever read Grant Morrison and Frank Quitely's uh, Earth 2, uh, story it's great so yeah. it was like oh you're you're gonna yeah exactly see if you're if you're gonna get these guys back it's like wow this is awesome and it's a it's, a, it's gonna be a new version um i liked it i mean jeff johns is still doing re- good work in this i have to be honest with you guys i had a little issue with david finch's artwork i feel that um i feel that there are times when his artwork is still stellar like i love his work like when he was working on Ultimate X Men, his line work is gorgeous. When he was did like the occasional one shots, fan fantastic. This I feel like things are not as detailed as they should be. Some of the faces are weird. It's a little sloppy. Um, certain things to me look better than they do than others, and it kind of adds a weird wackiness to it. It's almost like he's trying to do his own version of like what John Romita Jr. does a little bit. 
like that kind of rough edges kind of quickness. Um, it's still good, don't get me wrong. And there are certain things I, I personally liked about it, but at the, some of it, I was just like, oh God, like when Power Ring dies, I was like, just go, God, you are the worst Green Lantern. My question is how much of this is still in continuity because Power Ring's whole thing is like a part of Jessica Cruz's backstory because she eventually mm -hmm. gets that mm -hmm. weird Power Ring from the alternate universe. And what uh, whatever what what is happening right now in um, some book or the other the crime syndicate is back again and they're like yeah they, they never died and i'm like wait a minute did the crime syndicate all get killed at the end of forever evil with the exception of power woman giving birth to the uh dark side baby uh, excuse me i can answer this question guys i can answer this question uh not really much has changed has is any continuity anymore owl man died Yes. Uh, at the end of the Justice League coming into the DC Rebirth. Um, most of these characters didn't make it. Like, we know Johnny Quick is gone. Atomica, gone. Um, I don't know. Wished by Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, like like a bug. Um, and now the crime syndicate that we have now is back on Earth 3. Um, and it's a completely new one because the un multiverse got remade. Uh, after the events of Dark Knight's uh, death metal. So it's a completely different uh, crime syndicate than these guys. Okay, so. so are you saying that the events that happened over in Superman uh, with uh, John Kent and, uh, you know, evil Jarrell or crazy Jarrell happened mm -hmm. after the events of Dark Knight death metal because they ran into the crime syndicate prior to Dark Knight death metals getting published? I honestly, I'm not really too sure because again, we're, we're talking about comic books and can't continuity. So I could be wrong. They could be wrong. I don't really know anymore, but focusing on forever evil. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Rich, you read a ton of the crossovers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's really cool reading the, the main storyline, which jumps around, but um, the extra ones um, like show what's going on, not you know, in Earth on the surrounding dimensions, um, mm -hmm. like uh, Argus, the Argus one focuses on uh, Steve Trevor right. and Argus and trying to save the president mm -hmm. um, and trying to find a way. And they actually discover about uh, Firestorm and his Matrix and they meet with uh, Mr. S uh, Professor Stein. That was a great story filled in a lot of stuff. Um, and then the uh, the Arkham War, where Bane uh, takes on a form of Batman, and uh, he really wants to be he wants to uh, take over our, uh, Gotham, and then he wants to be like a good like a good ruler. Like he wants to take people in. He instead of Wayne Tower, it's Bane Tower. Um, and there's a lot of interesting things that happen, and the duplicitousness of the Penguin and how he's constantly switching sides and playing all the angles yeah it sounds like it's him. just a lot of fun so was that yeah. city of bane or bane war bane yeah. war bane yeah city of bane is the one that just happened uh not wait. just but a while well, ago, yeah. oh yeah Leo, pause right here this honestly was the best breakout character of forever evil the bizarro clone oh yeah, yeah. or bizarro whatever whatever you want to call him he's bizarro but he's just another yeah, bizarro yeah. but he's the new he's the new 52 bizarro i don't think yeah. he ever showed up again after this until they no. brought back the bizarro world in the you know rebirth post yeah, he killed him in this one. he got killed mm -hmm. yeah he got killed at the end of this but i do absolutely love that he was very much you know like this loyal lapdog to lex luther and reminded me a little bit of the animated series um bizarro as well especially when 
he was like, are you Bizarro's mommy? <laughs> oh my God, that was just too much. And Bizarro's on the, uh, you know, uh, you know, Legion of Doom or whatever it is in the final season of the Justice League animated series. Like, Bizarro, don't you uh, hate me? Love me? Whatever. Go do a thing for me. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, Bizarro did get killed in this, spoiler yeah. alert, but, uh, mm-hmm. but at the end, you know, Luther is, you know, trying to remake him. And they mm-hmm. said, "Oh, it'll take ten years." He goes, "No, I want him just how he was—five years to 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 five. remake him." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude uh, didn't make it five years, so that never happened. No, nope. and uh, but, was, but again, Luther was upset that he was dead. He's like, "Yeah, he's dead, but he's my monster." Yeah, no one has. Yeah, no has the right to play with my monster. And and I have to also say because uh, I read some of this, the 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 spinoffs, not the spinoffs, the the connected issues. And I really say, like, I did very much enjoy the issues of the Justice League, which focused on their origins, because you, I feel like you were really able to see, like, how this version of Ultraman was created, how this version of of Owlman, some of the others didn't really get the same, because there, there really wasn't too much depth to go into, you know, like, Johnny Quick is just a jerk, you know, Atomica is just a psychopath, and Power Ring is a coward with, you know, a death wish. Um, but I definitely recommend those, especially because there's a, an alternate storyline where they're trying to get the metal men to help with the fight. And it's the first time we've seen them in the new 52. And it actually was pretty cool. Yeah. It involves uh, Victor, Victor Stone's father, um, because uh-huh. Victor was basically like ripped apart and he's all his, you know, armless, legless, you know, the basically like what what's left of Victor Stone is left of is less than what Darth Vader has for organic material. Uh, if mm-hmm. you compare the two husks of flesh together and Robocop, Victor looks like he has less fleshy parts left over. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Robocop, I think, is just literally just a face and a spinal cord, but <laughs> um, mm-hmm. gross, horrific stuff with Victor and that tie-in is great. But that honestly, though, that, that was one of those tie-ins. I thought they were gonna like, hey, they're gonna go team up with Batman and solve this whole thing. They never appear in this effing thing until like one page or something like that to free the Justice League from the uh, dimension they're trapped in. Yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, again, like I said, this was pretty good for a first New Fifty Two company wide whatever arc. Um, you know, it was nice seeing. Um, is it, I love. I'm sorry. I love this scene. We have uh, Deathstorm <laughs> uh, telling Power Ring. Let's give it another week. I was just like, you are the worst doctor of all time. <laughs> the deaths like, in this entire miniseries are so graphic. They're oh, pushing yeah. the boundaries of what they could put in a comic book at a T rating, especially like when Manta- Black Mantis kills Alfred. Like, just fucking stab happy a little crazy with them. Just like, you know. Oh, yeah, Black Manta, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I-, I will say one of my favorite moments that stuck with me for the years is how Captain Cold got Johnny Quick so well with the the freeze gun mm. voice activating the freeze gun to freeze his leg and then he shatters yes. it and he's talking about like you're good but you're no flash i just always thought that was so boss and honestly i think leonard snart really earned his spot on the on even though it was brief he earned his spot on luther's justice league for that cuz he just was such a boss 
I do like yeah, how you call it Luther's Justice League, and of course, this is mirrored somewhat in the uh, reign of the Superman uh, animated series or whatever movie it was. At the very end, Luther just shows up at the Justice League's doorstep, and is like, "I'm here to be on the Justice League," and it's very similar in the aftermath mm. of Forever Evil. Luther just shows up at Bruce Wayne's house and it's like, "Hey, I know you're Batman, so I'm gonna black myself, blackmail my way onto the Justice League. You're gonna let me do it, otherwise, I'm gonna tell everyone you're Batman." Right. Yeah, yeah. Drew, I, I highly uh, suggest you reading the uh, the Rogues uh, spinoff because okay. Snart is just he, he's a key figure and it's it, it's a good read. Okay, I've never um, read that. Is that collected? It's got to be collected because everything's collected, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, and that's um that's Jeff Johns and Scott Collins, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was yeah. the name of it? Rogues Revenge. Yeah, it's that's yeah. If you just look at Forever Evil, Rogues Forever Revenge. Forever Evil and Rogues, it'll be there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another great moment in this to me was uh, Ultraman just beating the shit out of Black Adam yes. because Black Adam is such a Black Adam is a great villain. And sometimes, but I'm like, he just fills that that hero, that, that villain archetype of just talking all the time. And it was just so funny to just see, in some ways, to see someone shut him up. Like, he, the guy could barely talk because he, he goofed up his jaw, you know? Rush jaw, yeah. But... Uh, what did you think of the big reveal with um, um, Shazam spelled backwards, Mazam? You know, honestly, when I first read it, I was like, wow, that's an interesting twist because, again, considering who Alexander Luther has been in different storylines, because correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he the like the, the one of the primary villains of, of Infinite Crisis? That was him, right? Alexander Luther, right? He was that big mastermind behind all that crap. Yeah, uh, yeah, he, he was. Um, he's the uh, he is the son of Lois Lane and Lex Luthor from the Crime Syndicate universe. So right. when the uh, when the Entropy Wave was killing the Crime Syndicate and all of the everyone on that planet, Lois and Lex shot their son into space, a la Superman, and he yeah. grew to maturity, uh, saved the multiverse. Then um, Jeff Johns came along and was like, "Nope, they're all bad guys now," and he went nuts and caused you know Superman Prime Boy Prime's uh, Tampa tantrum and a whole a bunch of other things and he was killed by lex luther sorry no he was a joker because he didn't want yeah. the joker on his uh team of supervillains during infinite crisis and him and joker and luther murdered alexander luther he uh yep. joker squirted him in the face with the acid and then luther shot him so point being is rich we always got to let you play <laughs> so, so what you're saying is chick-fil-a he'll be happy <laughs> dear god so, so what you're saying is Luther is the actual father? Uh, Thank you, Maury. Yes. Thank you, Maury. Mejan, Mejan, or whatever his name is. Yeah, she is the father of the of the uh, of Superwoman's baby, Lois Lane. By the way, this is Lois Lane. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Well, I mean that that was a running gag because uh, first she goes to Owlman, you got to protect our baby, and then yeah, uh, who was next? She's the Ultraman. Three oh, men yeah. at once. Yeah, she was Ultraman. You got to protect our baby. And then, yeah. yo, this is really, I was like, damn, Lois. Get around. Yeah. Um, and Making of course, moves. It, was it, my, 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 God, if I ever meet Jeff Johns, I mean, I've had him on my radio show like one time, and that was for like a five minute, hey, we need everyone to promote the new 52 and good light. So you get access to Jeff Johns and Jim Lee for like five minutes. 
um, years later, if I ever meet him at a convention, I would love to ask him, was it a like last minute determination to be like, hey, by the way, the baby is going to be dark side reborn into the real world to fight the anti-monitor who shows up at the very end of this whole thing? Because the whole reason why the, uh, the, the, the crime syndicate want to be on the regular DC universe is because the anti-monitor has returned and he's going to start mm-hmm. the bullshit all over again. But so many behind-the-scenes things have changed and happened at DC Comics or whatever, and editorial and storylines have been, packed, been impacted by this. Um, I'm always wondering, was Darkseid supposed to be reborn through this? Was the super big delay with Doomsday Clock the cause of a lot of the other changes we got out of this miniseries? Because this miniseries is the catalyst for so many things in DC Comics. Yeah, it was. they weren't. Yeah, and another great moment I have to bring up is the obvious that uh, Bruce Wayne wielding a Sinestro core ring, yeah. and and Sinestro even brings it up. He's like, you know what? You'd make a really good Sinestro core uh, <laughs> member. And I feel like Batman is just like, no, he's just like, no, because Batman. Well, I think the funny thing with Batman is I remember I I don't know if the, which issue this was. I think it was in fifty two where Green Lantern lets hit Batman use his ring for like a hot minute and he just like puts it on and then a wave of, of green energy bats and flying around and stuff. And he's just like, no, I'm good. And just like, what a, what's a boss move. You have the most powerful weapon in all the, the universe. And you're like, I'm good. I'm like, that's the guy you want on your team. You know? Okay, so by the way, the Forever Evil miniseries is Rogue's Rebellion. Oh, okay, I was... It was it was an R. And, and I word. can't forget to mention um, there's the great scene where they have to kill Richard Grayson um, because his body is attached to this uh, ex- explosive device, and Luthor essentially kills him, and uh, Batman flips out, of course. Right. Right. Just oh, this is also by the way uh, written by Brian Basalato and art by Scott Hepburn. And then of course they bring him back to life. But uh, yes, emotional. Yeah, yeah for a page or two. Oh, totally. Well, and uh, don't they, doesn't somebody mention to Luther, uh, did you really mean to do that or did you have to do it? Uh, you know, meaning that, uh, I forgot what it was. L- L- Luther is on the same level of Dr. Doom and he will never admit he made a mistake. Even yeah. even if he, he completely goofs, he has no idea what he's doing, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Why? I'm Lex Luthor, bitches. Like, it's the same thing with Dr. Bo- Doom. It just, I am Dr. Doom. Huh. Rule of Latveri, you do not speak to me in such tones, peasant. Just like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, it was a simple question. Did you want dessert or not? Whatever. But, um... Cream puffs. <laughs> cream puffs for everyone, except not that Reed Richards. Um, yeah, I mean, again, like, the the ending is still one of the best parts, because the ant- like, seeing the anti-monitor again after all this time, I mean, that became a huge part, especially in, um uh whatever the 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 justice league war um no not crisis well i mean yeah i mean crisis but i'm talking about in the new 52 oh the dark side war thank you the dark side war that uh, jeff johns did with jason fabok um which is great like look at that like it's the best part is you you we've never seen that we've never seen an evil shazam but, right, wait a minute. So Darkseid was still alive at this point. He wasn't dead yet. It wasn't until no. after he's killed by the Anti-Monitor that Superwoman gives birth, and then she rebirths him back into the into the world, right? I think so. It's been a while. Yeah, because he he has to fight the Anti-Monitor, because the Anti-Monitor and him, that's the whole point of the whole story, is they fight. And then at the end yeah. of that, that's when she gives birth. Um, mm-hmm. 
and then she dies and then everyone's dead finally of the crime syndicate i think except for like one character and then they get rebooted into new bodies um yep because that's, that's i mean uh, the, the 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 whole thing with dick grayson sets up a good series by my buddy tim seeley um spiral yeah uh, which was eventually destroyed by leviathan but yeah that was a whole dick grayson spy storyline for uh until rebirth and they were like he's nightwing again and everyone forgot he was nightwing right what, what was the agent something what was that what, what was he called chris agent something spiral yeah. agent spiral dick grayson yeah. agent of spiral gotcha mm-hmm. and it was all written by tim saley it was a tim to write nightwing for the rebirth after afterwards for 12 for a year what? Are you wait, Chris? Are you sure Tim Seeley? Or I thought it was either Tim Seeley or Tom King. It's either one of them, right? Tim Seeley wrote. Um, hold on, I'm ordering Forever Evil stuff I've never read before. But so, hold on one second. Nice. Does anyone know, by the way, how to switch uh, Amazon? My Amazon keeps switching over to Spanish. I don't know why. It wants you to be more cultured. Yeah. Right. Uh, Dick Grayson. You, of you, you keep, Dick Grayson. Listen, you keep driving places on that motorcycle, Chris. You're gonna have to stop somewhere. You need to speak a different language. You know, it is. Oh yeah, I drive that motorcycle like I drive a car now. I don't even think about what I'm doing when I'm doing it. It just kind of happens. I'm I, I'm feeling like such a badass riding that motorcycle. I could just say that now. I'm gonna go get some milk. <laughs> I got the milk. I, 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 Amazon will not bring up Grayson, agent of Spiral. I don't understand. Oh, I, pro, I typed it as disc. Hold on. Yeah. What was that, Rich? <laughs> But, but does Chris have his uh, Punisher leather jacket for when he's on the bike? No, but I do have a motorcycle jacket coming um, that is uh, reinforced in the elbow pads, and you know where it needs to be, with a uh, bat symbol on the back. Oh, nice! There you go. <laughs> uh, oh, and this was the uh, the well, next time I see uh, Rich over at uh, Chick Fil A, oh, I, I know who to hit on the road now. <laughs> I'll do it with a smile. I'll throw the uh, battering at him. Be like, take that, Joker. <laughs> yep. And, and, and when these two nerds are getting carted away in hospital, sometimes what happens? I'm like, nerds. I'm like, again? And I'm like, yep. So, so Rich, yeah. I, I have Rich, to ask. I, I have to ask. Is I, your is your car green? No, no, no it's not. <laughs> More like a rusted color. <laughs> well, I could just picture you driving like a Joker mobile. You know. Yeah, well, I, I have it. been looking at this uh, green can- green uh, Corolla. I've got my eye on. Nice. Oh boy. Are you gonna get a new car? Um, uh, I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Connecticut has screwed me. They've missent my license to me three times. How, oh, how are you waiting for? Uh, I know you were waiting for some personal life stuff to get over and done with finally, and then you could finally get a new car. You were saying. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be. Uh, first, it was the uh, ex-wife payments, which ended uh, two oh, weeks. Oh, yeah, ago. I wasn't gonna say it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> and, uh, and and now I'm waiting for my license because you can't even buy a car without a license. So. All right, uh, Drew. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was Tom King. I type in Tim Seeley on Amazon every which way, and I'm not coming up the, with the Dick Grayson series. I swear to God, I thought Tim wrote that, but I know he wrote the Rebirth Nightwing, which basically put the bot genie back in the bottle i like the way daredevil did and it was like oh no one really remembers who dick grayson is so no one gives a shit who nightwing is <laughs> by the way you do know that uh dan didio wanted dick grayson killed in forever evil right yes yeah see. dan didio hates dick grayson thank god he's not in charge of dc anymore but uh yeah he was such a mad on to like let's kill dick grayson people well, yeah, but like, no but he's but he's been that way since infinite crisis because he was supposed to die in infinite crisis too and then they were like did we, we can't kill him he's he's nightwing he's the one character that everybody loves 
By the way, the hardcover collection of all those New 52 one-shots goes for uh, is currently on sale on Amazon Prime for $93, Leo. I know you want to buy it. Oh. $93 from $150. That's pretty good. That's not and bad. You get all those one-shots, nice. which I had a few of those. And let me tell you, freaking scalpers and those you know jackasses at conventions ripping off bands, they were jacking up the prices of those lenticular covers. You know, they would shine uh. and move do all sorts of funny stuff like crazy you can find those almost anywhere for cover price these days there mm. there's only one or two that are actually worth anything the joker one and um have that one yeah uh the the court of owls one the female ventriloquist ventriloquist one which was a fucking horror story if you ever read it oh it is yeah and Sweet. like a couple others are really worth a lot and i mean a lot with the particular covers even mm-hmm. the regular covers are worth a lot but most of those are not well written and not great and you can find them pretty and, and and that's to me is again i feel like one of the worst downfalls of just modern day comics is it's just all the unnecessary tie-ins there used to be a time when the tie-ins were necessary prevalent to the plot like chris when we're reviewing spider-man and you have two different titles that are happening at the same time they reference each other right they read into each other right exactly but like forever evil is just like oh do you love this character well they're getting a one shot Oh, okay. right. Like, 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 like what's happening right now with fucking Star Wars. It took six goddamn issues, a video game, and one novel to tell the story that took place between Empire and Jedi. But Marvel Comics has 34 fucking parts to a storyline that's not even the entire story. It's just this one little problem Boba Fett's having. So we have 34 fucking tie ins to it. And then we're still going to continue the year between Empire and Jedi after that. It's not like this ends the Empire Jedi missing year. No, they're going to continue the Star Wars book and the Darth Vader book after the War of the Bounty Hunters is over for 34 parts. Rich, you just have this interesting face as we were talking. Yeah, it just made me laugh. You were just like, yeah, this is funny. Yeah. Well, I'm just, yeah, because I just know that's what these companies are doing. They don't, they don't care about telling stories. They care about making money. And then they're going to, if, if you guys are going to buy them, they're going to put them out there. Right, I'm not buying who shut off the light to learn why did Tony Stark get his leg chopped off in a plane crash or something, which is the next big Marvel storyline happening coming up soon. That's one of the best things about working for Screen Rant. I get to read all these books in advance. I'm like, cool, the only thing I've wasted is my time and not my money. (laughs) Did they send you the physical copies? No, no, no. They just let us read, like, you know, the PDFs. Yeah, I got the PDFs for everything Dark Horse and IDW puts out, which is nice, but I only read, like, I mean, honestly, I buy one IDW book a month or whatever, and the rest I'll read through their digital, like, here, Chris, read this and write a reviews about it. I don't. Trust, <laughs> trust me, whatever I read, I'm just like, it's usually Dark Horse, one Marvel book, Strange Academy. Um, like, which is ending soon because Strange is getting killed. God, nothing ever good lasts, motherfuckers. Death of um, Doctor Strange, number one of 20, comes out this September. <laughs> That's just, okay. He's got a movie coming out with uh, with Elizabeth Olsen. He'll be back. He'll be back. But um, no, but back, back to this, you know, it was just a bold story, and I liked it. I just, I just to me, I got to be honest with you, like, this, the art just took me out of it sometimes. Like, it, there's certain parts that I thought were better than others. Like the, the, what's the word for it? Like when you have all the villains and the watchtower, I was like, wow, this is great. And then some of the other panels, I just was like, could you spend like five more minutes on this, Dave? Like, come on, man. Like, am I, I, don't am I remembering correctly? Were there tons of delays in this book? Oh, yeah. 
uh, Forever Evil was insanely heavily delayed um, by many oh, months. Uh, yeah, you want to? I mean, Leo, can you bring up the publication dates for the issues? Uh, give me a minute. They're not really in the back. Uh, okay, so okay, so this says eight twenty three thirteen. It does actually say at the very bottom. This says nine twenty thirteen, so that's right on track. This says ten twenty five thirteen. So not quite mm-hmm. yet. This uh. says twelve six thirteen. So we missed November. Wow. This okay. says uh, one twenty four fourteen. So they're back on track a little bit. Two twenty one fourteen, and then oh yeah. So the final issue was delayed by uh, four months. Yeah. So Ooh. so it's saying uh, after the final issue got delayed to April and eventually again to May. The final issue's delay was due to John's realizing he needed more pages to conclude the story than originally intended. Right. At least that's what they said. Yes. Do you notice Jeff Johns has been very quiet of DC? He's got a book out right now, but he is not their big poster child as much as he used to be. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, some of that Justice League scandal, uh, I think, kind of put him on the quiet side. Because I do recall they named him in that. Ray Fisher called him out. Ray Fisher yeah. named him in that. Nobody else has named him in that. As much yeah. as like let's say Gal Gadot went on like Israeli TV and like you know just completely ruined uh, you know more of Josh uh, Josh Sweden's career. She didn't name Jeff Johns. You know the uh, Ben Affleck didn't name Jeff Johns. Nope. Ray Fisher named Jeff Johns in a like you know these are the people I believe are racist and so on and so forth and. Uh, uh, you know, accusing Jeff Johns of not representing black people in a certain way and things like that. Yep. It's. It happens. Right. So he didn't want like a certain character and a certain thing, and he's getting accused of being racist and because of it. I still I don't like know. the Stargirl special. I'm, I, I still like the Stargirl special, but that's just me. I, yeah. I don't have a storyline to comment. He's got Stargirl, you know, his Stargirl's his thing. He's involved in the Stargirl TV show because that's, I mean, Stargirl is his baby. Not just is his baby, it's his freaking sister because his sister is who Stargirl is based off of. She was one of the unfortunate victims of that plane crash in the 90s in New York. Um, And uh, he based Courtney. uh, Courtney is his sister. I mean, she was a cheerleader. She was this, you know, blonde, very peppy kind of, you know, inspiration in his life. And he based Courtney on her. Yep, but... You know, but uh, yeah, it's it's true. So back to back to this. Um, like I said, it was a good event. I've met. I, I have it all of mine signed by David. I've never got to meet Jeff Johns. Um, but you know, was it the best DC story I've ever read? No, but for a crossover, it was pretty good. It, you know, and I do agree with. I don't know if it was you, Chris, or or you, Rich, that said it. It was really for a storyline that's that's you know comics. I was like, this is pretty graphic with some of the kills and stuff. I was like, oh wow. yeah, it pushed that T. And the only reason I think they got away with it is because you notice a lot of these kills, like the way Mantis, like I said, kills um, you know Owlman's Alfred, is all in shadow. Yeah, they were smart about it. They got that's how you were able to work past the censors. Right. My co-host on Radio Far at the time uh, absolutely hated most of this series because of the depiction of Catwoman. Catwoman is in this, but she does nothing in this thing. And she just sits there and just stares and she's drawn with her mouth open and her zipper down. And it's a lot of the a lot of the what a lot of fans have hated about Catwoman in the new fifty two. She was insanely overly sexualized. Like Catwoman's supposed to be this sexy character, but there's a point where it's just like crossing a line of just like why are you even putting Catwoman in any book or having a book about her if she's nothing but just like 
a goddamn sex symbol. I mean, at yeah. least Pepperella's written with like compelling story arcs, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of agreed. I thought Catwoman was just completely useless in this whole thing. I really, she just stands there most of the time. And it's like, what? What was the direction to do to do with Catwoman in this? She could have been like, "Oh, Catwoman, I need to go steal a thing," and hey, I'm gonna run into one of the you know the crime syndicate people. And I'm gonna use my Catwoman wits to outwit them because they're willing to kill and I'm not. What, what about you, Rich? Uh, as far as Catwoman, I mean, no, no, I yeah. mean about over overall the the storyline. What what are you? I, I enjoyed it. it. Was fun. It, it was a different play. You know, you you don't often see the justice the whole Justice League's taken out before. You know, at the very beginning of the storyline, so they're already more or less eliminated. And seeing um, the ramifications of that, um, especially through a lot of the spinoffs. Uh, they show a lot more of what's going on on Earth while all that is going on, um, and you know it was vast and it was it was a big undertaking. And some parts they were very successful at, and some were a little bit weaker. And um, you know o- overall, I mean it, it was it was a fun story, and it was good to see mm-hmm. a different different arc, a different play on characters that we've seen before, and see other characters step up. And it was nice to see Luthor is is kind of the main hero I felt of most of this main story arc. He's about as hero as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you definitely see you his know, own self-interest. Well, he, he does, you know, he does grow during the storyline, which I thoroughly enjoyed. You know, at the beginning, he's ready to kill. Uh, well, he yeah, Ted Cord. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, and he's talking about you know I I'll, I'll destroy your family, and throughout his journey, you know, and then his whole deal with uh, B Zero, and. Uh, you know, him really having, you know, feelings for that character. And then at the end, the son coming and him deciding to write a check for the son to rebuild his company and to help him out. Um, you know, by the way, super Uberman, whatever his name is, um, you know, uh, Homelander, he, him pushing the moon in the way of the sun because the sun is what hurts him. Kryptonite is what fuels him is, is reminiscent of like Superman for the quest for peace where Superman pushes the moon in front of the sun to stop nuclear man. Oh yeah. I never realized that. Together either. Yeah. yeah, and you're right. Luther does have a lot of character development in this, and he'll eventually become like a Superman with a body armor when the New Fifty Two Superman dies. And I'm not going to get into the whole complicated story about that. Mm-hmm. But um, and then you know he's a hero through and through until uh, Daddy Jarrell shows up and is just like, "No, you must not wear the shield. You must go back to being a villain because editorial says so." And then, you know, he's like the Omega Predator, whatever, through Anti-Monitor's fucking mother. Um, I don't know what Luther's doing these days. But a lot of people are kind of pissed that they went back on that because this whole Forever Evil did set up Luther to become like a, not an anti-hero, not a hero, but not a villain as much as any more of like, I just got a plot to kill Superman because I can't stand he has hair and I don't. Yeah, it was, it was more like you're, you're sinister with villainous overtones. You know, rich. <laughs> right and i mean well, and, and it's full of villains how could you not love that right okay and did we I, it, not see joker in this 
No. no, Joker no. is only in the tie-in uh, to his origin story, his umpteenth million told origin story. Um, yeah. You know, it's, I do love the fact that we got the Snake Eyes movie coming out this weekend, and they, it looks like from the trailers, they're sticking pretty close to the way Larry Hammer wrote origin story for Snake Eyes, but not getting mm -hmm. his name still, and his origin story looks pretty much the same. It's one origin story, just tweaked a little different here and there, but the Joker has, what, seven different freaking origin stories, and, and it's like, why? To keep the mystery alive, but what's the real origin? Yeah, the that's the beauty of the Joker. You're never going to tell know the real story. That, that's the... and, and 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 honestly, the the whole thing with seeing Snake Eyes, like, is it like knowing his name or something like that? It's the same thing like seeing Judge Dredd's face. Like, it's better that we don't. It's mm. become part of the character. So it's just like, it's just one of those where it's a why why ruin it? There's nothing you could do. Like, they, I, I feel like very few writers could really do something that would just kind of make sense of all of that delay and and kind of general acceptance you know so it's just don't just again if it if it if it's it's not broke don't fix it um does anyone notice what bizarro does for a costume hey where's it inside out superman yeah. Off, yeah. Inside out. yeah i didn't notice that oh my very God. clever very clever i i just want to see someone do this version and just be at a convention handing out flowers i <laughs> i i admit David Fincher so many times, and I have other stuff signed by him, but I can't believe I've never had him sign this. Yeah, I mean, he, and he'll do it. It's pretty chill guy. Yeah, you and know, he did and, it like five for free or something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he's he's a chill guy. But I always find it funny because you know he's also follically challenged. So you know, seeing uh, seeing um, every time I see like Luther, I just keep thinking. I was like, is this a little based on you there? Little, 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 little inspiration, little gravitation there. Um, it was, I gotta be honest, it was still so weird seeing an evil version of Alfred. I'm so used to benevolent, kind, butlery Alfred, and then butlery, I love that, <laughs> yeah, you know, and then seeing like evil sidekick or uh, Alfred. I'm like, I'm like, okay, in a purple suit, I'm like, okay. I'm down with this, but this is also strange in a weird way that I can't describe. Is that um, the Alfred TV show, by the way? God, I can't remember anything. Yeah. I, I watched the first season. I enjoyed it. it. Did it get renewed for a third season? I don't know. I know it got the second season. I don't know if it got a third. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know what network it was on. Uh, Freeform. No. Uh, one of those ones that's trying to be big, and they're, they got nothing but that. <laughs> they, one they, really got, they really got nothing except for that and a bunch of reruns. Yeah, there, no. there's there's a new Gotham show coming out, right? Um, been heavily delayed because of Matt Reeves' movies. Been heavily delayed due to nobody, you know, following protocols and you know their star getting freaking COVID. Um, that heavily, the, Pattinson getting COVID really just completely destroyed the scheduling because they were pretty on track. You know what I mean? They put out that trailer back during the DC event last year. And then he got COVID, and that was like, nope, this thing's not coming out till 2022. The TV show probably won't be out till 2023. So DC pushed ahead with um, James Gunn to get Peacemaker done so HBO Max could have something besides what's in theaters. Um, so Peacemaker yeah. is going to start late this year, right after Suicide Squad's, you know, been out enough. Can't wait. But and yeah. random TV entertainment guys, I recommend both Doctor Death and American Horror Stories. Which is there? It's going to be like seven episodes where it's going to be spinoff, and the first one starts uh, surrounding Death House. So really oh, nice. fun. Yes, 
That looks okay. So, so doc- I gave up on American Horror Stories, the regular show, years ago. That was American Horror Story. This American Horror Stories, I think it's supposed to be, you know, like a spinoff. Yeah. But yeah. instead yeah. of being yeah. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Like more, more individualized episodes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, so okay. what's what's uh, I keep on seeing Doctor Death. What's it all about? Um, a doctor that pretty much is killing and maiming almost every one of his. Oh, I, I, Rich, I got this one. Yeah, yeah. So basically, imagine if Charlie from the Mighty Ducks became a negligent doctor who mm-hmm. claims to be like super legit and real yeah. and big. Yeah, either way. Um, claims to be super legit and 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 whatnot, but his negligence kills patients huh. to the point where literally people catch on. There's a huge thing, and he's forever known as Doctor Death. Oh wow! But it's about is that about right, Rich? Yeah, yeah, and it's based on a true story. So oh. uh, I read the Even, article; and it's really great. Oh yeah, yeah. He's literally there are people who are like permanently paralyzed who went in for like simple procedures, and the guy was an idiot. But he claimed, wow. he was like, oh, I'm the greatest surgeon in the world. But he nicked like a, a horrible nerve. And then someone who went in for like a spinal incision is now paralyzed and kind of deal. Like it's, he ruined people's lives. He killed people yeah. and he got away with it for years. Hey, until uh, it all caught up. Yeah. And you watch it. It's really scary because like doctors are very insulated and they protect each other. And it was very difficult to take this guy down. And it really makes you think when you're going to the doctor, good God, who's, who's, who's going to cut me open? Hey, uh, Leo, what is that um, sharing site that you're on that you uh, teamed me up into? There, I'm still going to watch that Batman animated film. Uh, oh, we, we can talk about that after. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to watch something else, also definitely check out Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon? What is that? Schmigadoon. 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 What's the synopsis? Okay, uh, Key from Key and Peele and um, Cicely Strong, is it, from SNL? Cecily Strong. Cecily Strong. Uh, Comedy where they're they're a couple, they're having romantic issues, so they go on a a nature preserve to rekindle their magic or their, their, uh, their relationship. And they're on a hike, and they end up in this town that turns out to be a musical, and they're trapped within a musical. Fantastic. So they're like just regular people. Then all of a sudden, like people start singing to them, and it's just it's hilarious. It, it's yeah, it's uh, I, I I highly recommend it. Two episodes. You like pop rock. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll wrap things up here on uh, Forever Evil. Uh, so, okay, uh, reading. Yeah. yeah so, what are you going to do? So, okay, who are... yeah. So, um, um, I'm, I'm going to give this, uh, you know, again, highlights, lowlights. Um, so, it, it's it's not like last week where I gave a five. So, we're, we're going to go uh, four. Four. 4.0. 4. Just a 4.04. Four crowbars. Four crowbars. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Uh, how about you, Chris? I loved it. Many crowbars. All the crowbars. <laughs> all the crowbars. <laughs> all the crowbars. Many problems they have with it. It's a solid read. It, uh, you gotta. There's there's a lot of context you gotta read ahead of it. The Trinity War is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, reading the original Justice League New Fifty Two story uh, is would probably be helpful if you were trying to figure out the continuity of this whole thing. Because otherwise, you're gonna get lost. Agreed. Okay, Drew. You know what? Honestly, I'm going to give it a four. The story was really great. 
Uh, I didn't really enjoy, like Chris and Rich pointed out, I really did enjoy the tie-ins that I read. Um, but, you know, uh, Finch tried, but some of the artwork to me just kind of, that was my big thing. Like rereading it, I was like, I don't think this aged as well as I thought it did. So, um, yeah, so I'm giving it four. You know, it's still a solid read, but I completely agree with Chris that you you have to read a lot of context because you cannot just give this to a newcomer because they're like, oh. What, what the, you what the, them and you're like, I want, I don't ever want this person to ever read comic books ever. I'm going to let them read Forever Evil first because then they will hate comic books forever. That is something you do as a sadist to somebody you never want to see reading comics. So if there's somebody you're trying to gatekeep. Okay. Well, <laughs> well we don't condone that here. No, but, but the, point, the point is that the, the, you, this, this is like, seriously, there, there are people who hate comic books and they try to get into comics once in a while. Don't let them read this. Start simple. Ultimate Spider-Man, New 52 Justice League. Thank you. But don't let them read this, for God's sake, is the, the, the start, because they will effing hate comics for the rest of their goddamn lives. Okay. It's uh, so bogged down in continuity. It's so good to people like us four goddamn geeks. But seriously, this is a nightmare if you have no idea what is going on. Why is the Justice League dead? <laughs> Supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, well, I enjoyed it as well, and I think I'm going to jump on the bandwagon and also give it a four. Uh, you know, the, the art, I, I, I wasn't too much too bothered with it. There was a couple panels where, you know, definitely the faces did seem off. Uh, so I agree with you a little bit there, uh, Drew. But uh, the story, I mean, it's Jeff Johns. You know, you can't beat that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, let's see what the next read is. Do you guys remember? No, no idea. Ah. You're, you're asking a lot of us. By the way, have you guys seen the toy that was just announced to come out soon? It's tie into uh, a convention coming up. I think it's New York Comic Con. It's the Wolverine in bed stroking the picture of Jesus. Yes. They're putting that out as a goddamn action figure. Wolverine in his bed. <laughs> the x-men animated series he's sitting there in bed looking at oh looking at a picture of gene being like gene and it's this famous like become this famous meme because you could insert any picture of like Wolverine right, right. who he's like stroking or whatever the face of i think it's of like gene and scott because he eventually cuts the thing in half or whatever and then goes on a fucking little snowy adventure with Sabretooth for an episode but they're putting it they're making an action figure of that you can like lay wolverine down he's gonna have the articulation to be able to bend him to hold the picture and he comes with his goddamn bed <laughs> uh don't don't tell me it's gonna be a hot toys right it's gonna be i don't know but it's been all over the internet people have been like you've gotta gotta buy this uh, yeah Leo, Leo, that's gonna be that's the the buzz light year for nerds right now that's nice. gonna be the hot item yes nice. it is of gene and scott it comes with one two three four five six seven different like uh you know uh hands and his head it comes with a morph head it comes with a chicken bone for some reason um, honestly, I think it's supposed to be the animated. They're they're gonna start releasing the animated, accurate versions of the X Men and the first. Yes. One. And by the way, he comes with the Wolverine, so it looks like in the opening sequence where he's doing the claws like this, and you know the lightning coming out of the claws or the or the sparks or whatever it is. So you could oh, do nice. that. I'm like, this is awesome. They're probably gonna be like twenty five to thirty dollars a figure. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I just want to be that guy who just goes to a con and plays the theme song and sees if any people just start doing it. Like, you know, 
Hey, Chris, you know? we didn't touch on uh, how uh, Loki's uh, Mobius was uh, made after Grunewald, wasn't he? Yeah, we touched on that. Did we? Episodes ago. Oh, Yeah, we did that when Catherine came on. <laughs> uh, next. Oh, what's that, Rich? Were you not, were you not on for the Catherine episode? What's that, Chris? I'm sorry? Were you not on for the Catherine episode? No, no, I was there. I getting old the memory you know that's okay by the way drew how's your research coming it's coming i i i will admit i've been a little delayed because my job's been kicking my butt because uh-huh. all right do. well get uh, me that and those pictures of spider-man you keep promising yes sir yes mr chris sir He's i want spider-man <laughs> well, and your research okay on that note uh next week's read is venom it is batman uh venom, ba- batman venom from legends of dark oh Night. okay yep oh boy Oh, Ray, Batman raged out on, uh, on, uh, what do people rage, what do the sports athletes rage out on? Cocaine. Batman on steroids. Oh, how about Ultraman sniffing kryptonite? Oh, yeah, that dude got high, man. Oh, well, yeah, we, I, I briefly mentioned it because he's like, he blocks out the sun, but the kryptonite gives him the powers. Yo, you gotta love the fact that he literally just killed Metallo just to get his kryptonite. He was just like, he was like, oh, you're here. By the way, we might be seeing that uh, Crisis on Earth 3, whatever the hell it was, storyline, the upcoming Infinite uh, Justice League Infinite, um, you know, the crime syndicate that they were going to do mm-hmm. between seasons 2 and 3 of the animated series before yeah. it became Justice League Unlimited, uh, but they scrapped it to just go ahead with Justice League Unlimited. Um, that was also supposed to explain where the hell all the other heroes came from and why the hell the Justice League now has like an infinite number of heroes at their disposal. Um, oh. we might be getting that soon coming up in Justice League uh, Infinite so we might be seeing the crime syndicate in the animated style Nice. which so, by the way became Crisis of Two Earths that movie with uh, uh, what's his name James Woods playing Owlman which was brilliant casting so good because James Woods kind of a giant Republican douchebag and Owlman is too <laughs> <sighs> well uh, we'll wrap things up uh, Chris where do you like people interacting with you on socials they can oh on socials uh well other shows i do here on the dorkney network the spectacular sal basima era podcast uh with drew and hey. um boobs blood and badass is the hammer horror podcast i do with ro we might be having a glamour horror icon coming on the show soon um Sweet. stay tuned as soon as i actually record it um it's in the can saved and uh you can find me on uh radio horror on facebook and at christy sav or my other comic book related podcast i do with uh charcy goth girl horror the hack slash podcast uh tim seeley's comic book and tim seeley will be on this podcast in august talk about superman versus lobo very cool mr drew oh hi everyone i'm drew and when I'm, you don't see me on splash pages, you can find me on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, at Ghostbusterman1984. I'm on Screen Rant as a writer and a hiring associate. I also work for the guy you just saw doing research for him, even though I have absolutely no time to myself, my friends, my family, or my relationship. But that's the life I choose. And you know what? I'm happy with it. Go splash pages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Velvet Joker. Right now, I want to get through on the couch because we have some things to discuss. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yes, you can find me here every Tuesday on Splash Pages. And you can find me on Instagram at the uh, Velvet Joker 2021 at Instagram. And that's about it because, you know, you guys have enough of me. There's just so much of me to go around. 
Uh, never have enough, enough of you, Rich. Never. Uh, well, Thanks. for me, just go, just Google Leo Pondy, find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. But follow these awesome people. And, uh, you know, I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. Head on over to thedorkening.com. Just about 40 shows on the network. A lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. And uh, with that, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Peace out.